Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Have you been having trouble with setting boundaries for your alcoholic husband? If so, then I have created something that was made specifically for you. It's my Boundaries mini course, and in it, you will not only get a better understanding about boundaries in general for us as wives of alcoholics, but you will also walk away with some boundaries of your very own that you can put into place as soon as today. In this Boundaries mini course, we're going to talk about how to create healthy boundaries based on the right foundation and why they are so important for us when we're married to somebody who's addicted. We'll talk about what the Bible has to say about boundaries. Yes, they're biblical. We'll talk about why you may not have had success with creating or adhering to boundaries before, as well as the number one misconception around boundaries for wives of alcoholics. I'll also give you some examples of some healthy boundaries that you could create, and I'll help you, I'll show you how to successfully put healthy boundaries into place in your own life, which enables you to feel so much more empowered and peaceful, and it gets rid of a lot of the confusion and overwhelm that you're probably feeling right now. So in order to find out more about the Boundaries mini course, you just have to head to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com, click on the drop down that says need help, and you will see the button right there for the Boundaries mini course. I hope that you join me there. Hello, and welcome in to episode 87 of the Married to Addiction podcast. All right, first of the year, 2024, everybody hopefully is back in the swing of things. And I wanted to start off this year by bringing you actually a three-part series. So this episode, 87, 88, and 89, are all going to relate to each other. The overarching theme is why we have to navigate this situation that we're in as the wife of an alcoholic differently as a Christian wife. So I remember back when my husband was really addicted, I really felt like I needed guidance from a Christian wife's perspective because my faith was important to me. And I wanted to make sure that I got guidance that aligned with that, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing today, honestly. But I really did also feel then and definitely feel now after working with Christian Wives of Alcoholics for almost three years, that it's different for us. A lot of the things that are taught elsewhere you know, can still be helpful for us. But there are things that we hear that don't really align with how we feel we should be doing things as the Christian wife of an alcoholic. Now, some of those things are just things that we need to get past or understand better, which was the case for me. Like I'm sure you've heard me talk about the fact that detaching sounded like the worst idea ever until I learned more about it and saw, saw the value in it. But there are still some things that are just going to be different for us because, you know, we hear a concept or an idea and we think back to maybe something that we've read in the Bible or something that we've heard in church. And we're like, that doesn't feel like it lines up. So all that being said, I really thought it was important for us to talk about this 
navigating the situation differently as a Christian wife. And there are a few different things that I want to bring up around this, which is why it's going to be a three-part series. Today is part one. <clears throat> the, the subtitle, I guess, for today's episode is Balancing Forgiveness or Empathy with Boundaries. So as Christian wives, we constantly hear messaging about how we need to forgive our husbands, we need to honor our husbands, etc. But this can get us really lost as the wife of an alcoholic in particular, if we don't have some counterbalances here as well. So when your husband is not acting honorably, it changes things. So we need to make adjustments for that. For example, one of the things that came to mind is you need to realize that, quote, turning the other cheek, as we're taught, does not mean that your husband can treat you however he wants. You still need boundaries in place for dealing with his toxic behaviors and the fallout from that. You also need to realize that you can empathize with him in his situation without becoming a doormat. I feel like a lot of times Christian wives are actually more susceptible to falling into that role and even codependent behaviors because we can tend to push our own needs aside because we don't want to rock the boat or we don't want to not help someone because it doesn't feel like that's being a good Christian. Well, when we try to help someone, quote unquote, too much, that's when we start falling into codependency. So it's important to realize that, in fact, sometimes helping someone is not the best scenario. It's not the best thing you can do for them. Sometimes the best help you can give someone is to actually let them experience their own consequences. And you've probably heard me talk about that before. Because once they're in that position of having to have those consequences, it can prompt change in their lives. Because now, oh my gosh, this doesn't feel so good. <laughs> I'm actually having, you know, problems, significant problems, and I have to deal with them because you know, we're no longer protecting them from the fallout of those kinds of things. It's also really important to remember that forgiveness does not include enabling destructive behavior. That's an important one. Also, empathy can coexist with boundaries. In fact, empathy must coexist with boundaries because if it doesn't, we go back to feeling like that doormat that I talked about, or we fall into codependent behaviors, all the things I have already said. So I want to give you three ways that you can balance empathy with boundaries. So we know we're supposed to be, you know, empathetic to our husband's situation. I'm, heard, I'm sure you've heard me talk about that before, how important it is to learn more about alcoholism. And I do believe all of those things. But I also believe you still need boundaries for you. So the first thing is, I want you to understand that you can still have empathy while you also have boundaries in place to protect yourself. They can totally coexist. For example, when you take your baby to the doctor when they're sick and they're super little and they don't understand, maybe they have the flu and, or whatever's happening, they need a doctor to help them. When you go there, they are real upset. They don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. They're upset with you. It doesn't make sense to them. But you know that it's important for them to be there in that place 
to get the help they need. Same with your husband. You can still have empathy for what he's going through while also doing what you need to do to protect yourself. The second thing is I want you to understand that you're not being mean when you set boundaries and he's going to make you feel like that. (laughs) Trust me, he's going to make you feel like you are the meanest person ever because I'm sure you've also heard me say when you put boundaries into place with somebody that you really do need boundaries with, they're going to get mad because things are now more challenging than they were because you are not accepting a lot of the things that you were accepting before that were making things really difficult for you. Boundaries, again, can be a catalyst for positive change for your husband. So he may not like it and he may not see the value in it, but you're not being mean. In fact, you're doing a loving thing by putting him in the position where now he has to experience some of some of the yucky feelings and the yucky things that can come along with addiction and it can end up helping him in the long run. The third thing is understand that another person's actions and behaviors are not for you to try to control or fix, even if that feels difficult sometimes. So I thought of a situation that kind of is comparable, again, with kids. I think that, you know, a lot of us are moms. And if you're not a mom, maybe you can think of this, you know, some of these things along the lines of maybe a niece or a nephew or, you know, your friend's kids or whatever. But at any rate, when you have a child that does something wrong at school and they get in trouble, you understand that they're probably going to have a consequence and it's going to be have to be carried out because that means that they need to understand that there are consequences for their actions that's a huge life lesson that's a basic life lesson and it's important right letting those consequences be carried out doesn't mean that you don't empathize with your child being sad about those consequences we hate it for them right when they're in a situation like that it breaks our heart because we don't want them to feel like that You might hear my dogs going nuts in the background because I just rang my doorbell. (laughs) I apologize if you did. Um, But that doesn't mean that you don't feel sad that they're sad. You do. But you ultimately still know that those consequences are necessary and they're ultimately for their own good. So you have to understand that even when it feels difficult, you still have to do what's right. And in this case, that means having boundaries for yourself first, but also ultimately for your husband. So I hope that helps shed some light on how to balance things like forgiveness, empathy, and boundaries as the Christian wife of an alcoholic. I will be back next week, hopefully without dogs barking, to talk about confusion around and about our faith when we are the Christian wife of an alcoholic. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Hey, one more quick thing before I let you go today. Do you follow Married to Addiction on either Instagram or Facebook or both? 
If not, I would love to have you join me over there. It's a great place to stay connected with everything that's happening with Married to Addiction. I post updates about um, my podcast episodes, of course. I post about my freebies. I post about my programs. I post uh, encouragement in the way of Bible verses and things like that. I also post just like some helpful little teaching nuggets sometimes too. So I really think that you would get a lot of value out of that as the wife of an alcoholic. And I would love to have you join me on either Facebook or Instagram, or both. You can find me at facebook.com backslash married to addiction, or just at married to addiction on Instagram. I hope to see you there.